Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of Payne County, Oklahoma, welcome back to another episode of Pastors of Pain, a weekly podcast and radio show from two Catholic priests here in wonderful Stillwater, Oklahoma, Payne County, uh, in the central part of the state. I have a good story about that uh, here in just a moment. Um, But I'm Father Brian O'Brien. I'm the pastor of St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church in Stillwater, Oklahoma, you can find us on the internet at sfxstillwater.org. And I'm joined by Father Kerry Wakulich. Yeah, that's me. Where are you from? Um, well, I am from Tulsa, Oklahoma. What's your story? My, this is my story. I, I, was, I was born in Tulsa, St. Francis Xavier Hospital. Yeah, people don't know St. Francis Hospital in Tulsa. Is named after St. Francis Xavier. Yeah, he's holding out the cross. Yeah. There's that statue right at 61st and Lewis right. there. People of Payne County, they don't care about Tulsa. That, what they, no, no, they do. They do. I, don't, I mean, it's, a little bit. It's our, it, was, it was our alma mater. Just a tad. All, all, we were Tulsa Indians. Tulsa Indians? We were Tulsans. Tulsans, that's it. I, you know, I was actually just thinking about this because I was there. What was I there for? Oh, I drove through when I, I went on retreat uh, last week. Oh, yeah, sure. And I was driving back through Tulsa. And I thought I mi- I do miss I miss people. I mean, some of the greatest friends of my life are, you know, still live in Tulsa, and I try to when I get there, I try to see them. But I don't really miss like Tulsa. <coughs> I l- I like Tulsa a lot. I owe Tulsa a great debt of gratitude for okay. a lot. But <clears throat> but I like Stillwater. Wow. So there. Oh, well, hi. Uh, I'm Father Kerry Wakulich. I'm the pastor of St. Oh, John yeah. Catholic Student oh, yeah. Center. This oh, is yeah. where we are going. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can, uh, you can check college? us out. college? You can check us out at catholicpokes.com. Yes. Or, or buildingsaints.com. The, buildingsaints.com. The alternative site. Uh-huh. It is our building project. We're building the new Catholic yeah, Church and Student Center. Is it done center. yet? It's, it's not done. I'm going to ask you that every episode until it's done. May 7th. May 7th, homie. It's going to be done on May 7th? That's when we're going to be ending demolition. Oh, so if you know anybody out there that's an OSU Catholic fan, uh, love St. John. Or you like, have anywhere between one penny. and one million dollars. you have a penny up to a couple billion then just go to buildingsaints.com and uh, shoot me an email, a text message. What if someone gave a billion dollars online? I would. The, would it break? Well, mm-hmm. we would have. Seems like we would have the ability then to be <clears throat> charitable to a that lot would of be people. Crazy! If someone said, "Here's a billion dollars, what, what are you going to do?" I would say, "I already got it spent, bro." Oh heck yeah! I know With all the charities and all the places and all the good stuff. The big endowment. Uh huh. College program for poor kids. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh, it would be lots. What about of... let's build a Catholic dorm? Oh no, 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 no. No. I don't want to I, I already raised enough people's children. We we'd have to build a monastery. <laughs> we could build a monastery. Okay. Something along those lines. I was at a monastery last week. So when <clears throat> uh when I I, went I have a retreat. Well, I'm going to get to that in a second because what we're going to talk about. Uh, but I have a list of, of things I would spend money on. Like if people say, here's 20 bucks or here's $1,000 or here's $10,000 and I was like, I already know what would make the wheels turn? What would move our ministry forward? The flywheel. The flywheel effect. Oh, just like it would give that nudge. It would kickstart it a little more. Yep. Boom. Do this. Do this. Do this. So, okay. So, Father O'Brien, you just came back from retreat. I did. It, it was a. You went to Arkansas to where? Uh, I went to Subiaco Abbey. Okay. Which is a Benedictine monastery 
about an hour plus uh, east of Fort Smith. Oh, yeah. So you cross from Oklahoma into Arkansas, out of the Holy Land into Arkansas, which is, <laughs> which is fine. And, and then you just drive along I-40, and then it's, I don't know, it's like 40 minutes off of I-40. It's The closest town is Paris, Arkansas. Fantastic. So while I was on retreat, I took a few pic- you know, pictures uh-huh. of the monastery, and like I went up to, uh, there's a place called Mount Magazine, which is the highest... It's the highest point in the state of Arkansas. Mount Magazine, okay. Mount Magazine. Is it because they like they read magazines up there, or there was like a military site mm, where there was a no magazine? Idea. No idea of the oh. of the the naming. Sure. Okay. But I but I took like a video there, and and you know on Instagram like you can put like where you are. Okay. You know, so I put which is the closest place, which was like which is Paris, Arkansas. So I get back, and someone said to me, um, "Father, I'd." I thought like no one was traveling internationally. And I was like, what? And they said, did you go? You went to Paris for your retreat? And I was like, oh, Paris, Arkansas. And they were just like, they, they were a little There's also one in Texas. <laughs> and, yes. And there is. And I think in order, Paris, Arkansas is not, is not very big. But anyway, retreat was awesome. I went with uh, Bishop Condor was there. Okay. And about, probably about 25 priests of the diocese and it was just lovely we we had a couple talks every day so got you know kind of got fed okay. with with some good some good spiritual wisdom but then a lot of time just to pray fantastic you walk s- yeah you said the other day you could spend uh, like two or three hours in prayer and just like hang out with i killed Jesus it in, in the, the morning sack. i like skip breakfast every morning yeah and just got basically got up got ready man and hit the chapel man alive that's great stuff awesome Everything is awesome. It was so good. It was so good. I kind of want to go back, but I love Stillwater. Well, welcome back. Welcome back to the Red Dirt Riviera, uh, God's country. Back okay, to so you, so m- monks live in sort of an isolated world. They live in their monastery. They Most don't... monasteries are are purposefully built away from people, cities, and and then like usually then like towns kind of develop around the monastery. Well, yeah, yeah. So almost almost any Benedictine monastery is going to be. There are very few Benedictine monasteries in the, right. in the middle of cities. Yeah. There's, I think there's one in near Chicago that's uh, like no. it got chewed yeah. up by the Marmion. cities. Yeah. Marmion Abbey. Okay, so it, beautiful monasteries, just places of relaxation, repose, quiet. And then you come back into the world, and the world is on, you know, like everybody's hair is on it's chewing me fire. Up and everybody's me out. hair is just like, they're not wearing chacos, they're wearing chaos. They're just like, there is a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, what? I came back into, uh, in, in a good way, kind of into the busyness of the, of the parish. Uh, we had, so we had two, like two, uh, we two funerals this week. Oh. Uh, and, you know, and then just a lot of, a lot of RCIA and uh, kid stuff and uh, all, all of that is, is good, um, the busyness of it. But then, like, uh, my bigger, I guess sort of bigger sort of anxiety is then is like kind of what's 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 happening. Stillwater is a is a pretty peaceful place, COVID wise and right. you know, politically, um but the the kind of the country, I mean, is in yeah. a weird I was talking to my cousin in New York City place. New York City the other day, Billy, and he just says, you know, New York City is emptying. Like businesses are shutting down, people oh. are leaving. And it was just it was like like, you know, there there's a lot <laughs> God bless you. He says there's just a lot of stuff going on where you, like,
you as a priest, you live in a small town, you don't get to see this going on. Okay, so what 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 do we do? We come back, we we spend some time on retreat, which is super beneficial. Yes, to go everyone out, everyone should go on a retreat. Everybody should go on a retreat to go out to relax the mind, to pray, to like tune back in with the Lord, to set our hearts and Just minds, recenter re- and recenter. Like I don't want to say centering prayer, but like recentering our yeah. life around yeah. around the Father, the Son, important? the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Okay, so what do you? Then you come back into this culture and like everybody's hair's on fire. Like the the is the world losing their mind? Like what do we do? So is I mean is the world losing its mind? I don't know. I mean what's wrong? What 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 are people? I mean the election. Uh-huh. COVID. COVID. I mean just those two. Just those two. So this are talking in the United States. So in our little, you know, I mean we we have a very re- most people are sort of initially, you know, mostly concerned with where they live and and work, um, but in the United States there is an election, which it seems like at least the elections of my lifetime, when I started paying attention to them back in the eighties uh-huh. and all the way through, <clears throat> um, they each election kind of get seems to get more dramatic more uh, James K Polk what about him oh the the uh the 1844 election of James K Polk was uh there was it was actually pretty divisive back then that was pre-civil war um so in comparison you know I don't know I wasn't around in 1844 but but the democrats were split there were three <laughs> nominees for the presidential candidate <laughs> yes, the Martin Van Buren a former democrat and an abolitionist you can go look up the song James K Polk by they might be giants and uh-huh. your day will immediately get better <laughs> okay so and if you pay me $5 I'll sing it for you in its entirety um I it, I got five bucks right here. Off air. Off air. Off, oh, off air. Off air? Uh, there's copyright. It's copyright uh, issues. You mean your voice is copyrighted or the lyrics? Sing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we, you know, we have things been more divisive. Yeah, we, I mean, there was a civil war in the United States. So when people are like, it's never been worse, there was a civil war, everyone. Like, so let's, <laughs> yes. let's not over-dramatize. But it seems like each election kind of gets more contentious. Um, I think kind of the incivility of it all. I mean, if you look back at like, I remember watching like the 2000 election, uh, which was George George W. Bush versus Al Gore. Okay. Um, and I remember like watching those. I was teaching government at the time. So we like watched those at Bishop Kelly. At, at Bishop Kelly. You know, and like you'd be like, oh my gosh, there's being, look, they're like, they're disagreeing. Oh, like, and it kind of makes you uncomfortable. And there was that one where like, Al uh-huh. Gore tried to like, <laughs> walk up close to George W. Bush. Did he really? During the debate. Um, and people were like outraged at the incivility mm-hmm. of sort of trying to intimidate by Did Bush sort of push distance. him? No, but Bush just sort of looked at him and like nodded and smiled. And it was actually kind of a funny moment. But you look at like today, holy cow. Like that is nothing okay. compared to what's happening now. And then you add on top of that COVID and then you add on top of that, you know, just the daily stresses of life. I mean, that we all have, right? Death, right? And <laughs> exactly. Illness, yep. and take out the election, take out COVID, and people's lives are still, you know, economically, right. people people are struggling. Um, I think there's a, there's more like mental health. I mean, I know that's been a big topic at at OSU. Correct. Um, you know, the mental health of, of students, and a lot of that is COVID related and stuff too, but. Just there can you can look at the world and say, man, this sucker is on fire, 
And then, <clears throat> as people of faith, you know, we could say, like, you know, come Lord Jesus. Let's Maranatha. Know, end it. Let's go. You know? <laughs> that's like the reading, some of the readings Take this week. Take me home tonight, Jesus. <laughs> some, of the, some of the readings, uh, you know, this week at Mass were, you know, you, you know, you must be prepared and you know not the day nor the hour. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, yeah, let's Indeed. go. Come on, Lord, end it. End it. <laughs> but, but then, you know, but then, then we wake up again the next day. And, and so as people of faith, I think that's maybe what we could talk about is kind of what, where, how does a person of faith um, respond to the world or, you know, other people who are kind of losing it? Right. I don't know. The, what do you, what would you say? I, I have, I have some, you know, Catholicism, old, real, real old. It's 2000 years old. And so we, we've seen the, the high points and the low points of the last 2000 years. I always love to talk to elderly people. Uh, my my great auntie, she rode in a buggy to school, and so she ah. she rode in a buggy to school, and she flew on an airplane across uh, across Europe. So she's seen everything wow. of technology technological advancement in the last. Well, <gasps> she died at the age of like ninety five. She'd seen that whole wow. spectrum of stuff, and that's the beauty of Catholicism. Beauty of Catholicism has answers to all these things because it is old and it's seen everything of history there's a quote and, I, and I, I still can't find it it says i woke up and the whole world was aryan like the oh. whole i woke up i think it's like saint jerome or one of those guys and he wakes up and he sees arianism is the is the idea that Tell jesus, what arianism jesus is, is not god jesus is not divine he's just a man <gasps> what yeah the arius arius that? was actually arius was a bishop of egypt and so he was the bishop and he was then teaching all this stuff. And then the Council of Nicaea, which is came together and said, okay, we do not believe Arius. And then a young bishop from Myra named St. Nicholas, also known oh. as Santi Claus, came up and punched Arius in the face. And that ended that. But it wasn't it wasn't St. Nicholas punching him in the face that ended the awesome. Arian heresy. It actually took a couple hundred years after that to really like put the Arian heresy to rest because of the Council of Nicaea. So what did the people do when they woke up and especially the church leaders they woke up and the whole they said the whole world was Arian, the whole world had become pagan. What did they do? They're like, "Okay, we got work to do. We got evangelization to do." We got the yes. gospel of Jesus Christ to preach. Yep. We got the kingdom of God to go out and proclaim to every uh, every street corner, to every person. We we have a mission to um, to share God who is infinitely perfect and blessed in Himself, who has a plan of sheer goodness, and wants to share. That should give us some peace. Yeah, give us. He wants to give us His divine life and share that. And so what? Like in the midst of, like I mean, the world with its kind of hair on fire or you know it's losing its mind we say okay let's let's share with them the gospel let's share with them and that's what our radio show does our radio show one of our it does did, did you know that did you know that well, it's in our bylaws <laughs> i wrote them i wrote i wrote oh, the really? bylaws. yeah yeah uh you, you don't remember when i submitted the bylaws to you and you said those are great I, don't, I didn't sign off on that. Oh, you didn't? Oh, well, anyway, they're in our bylaws that our our mission of our show is to to share the good news of Jesus Christ with Payne County. Amen and, to that. That and, is true. And the, true and, the that. Edges, and the edges of the galaxy. The edges of the galaxy. So the, that. So you're saying the answer to the tumult of our time and everyone running around with their heads cut off 
You're telling me, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, go on. You're saying that the answer to all of this is Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Is that, what, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Preach Jesus Christ Could and I, him crucified. Can I summarize your uh, statement there? Yes? Uh, yeah, that would. That yeah. Would, yeah. Okay. That's what that's what they did. In All the right, first good show. <laughs> good show. Oh wait, oh we still have time. Oh shoot, let's say more. That's what they did in the first first few centuries when chaos was around them. When you know, like uh, the the different armies were marching into Rome to sack it. You know that Nero Nero burned Rome. I mean, he like yeah. So that's I think something to keep to in it. mind. I think so <laughs> so often we kind of get this sort of myopic um, view of things uh, where. Like, it's never been worse, and, oh, you know, my life is... The Vikings are not invading. No one's ever had it as bad as me. Uh, and it's just simply not true. That's that's you, it's true if you look at American history, if you look at Oklahoma history. Right. Um, and then, as especially as Catholics, we have the great benefit of, of church history. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the first 33 popes... Go on. Okay. So how many popes have I had in my lifetime? Uh, four, five. Four, five. The first 33 popes were all martyred. <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 So it's like, yeah. I mean, so let's not, let's not, I don't want to, you know, undermine or, 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 you know, sort of belittle people's problems. People's problems are real. Yeah. But let's also not over-dramatize them that things have never been worse. Um, and then realize, looking back at, at, at centuries past and looking at especially the lives of the saints, we have all saints, all saints coming up on November 1st, looking at the lives of the saints and saying, how did they deal with it? Yep. How did they Indeed. get through it? And that's true of a Stanley Rother, who was in the midst of a civil war in Guatemala in 1981. How did he get through it, right? He turned to the Lord Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Um, that became the center of his life. And... And everything from everything from there, you know, radiated out of that. And looking back at all, you know, I mean, John Paul II, um, you know, he had Teresa the Nazis of the cross. I mean, the Nazis Max and communists, yeah, right. back I to mean, back. Those, that's just, those are just the 20th century, right there. But you go back and back and back, and what you see is, in a in time of trouble, you turn to. I mean, you you have no peace. Uh, let me introduce you to someone that we call the Prince of Peace. Yeah, I agree. Are you so, uh, what, uh, the Prince of Peace is who? It's the Lord Jesus. Oh, oh, got it, got it. I, I was, I was lost there. I was waiting. There's for you a to, line in the Mass. I was trying to think of it. I was trying to look it up. Uh, like where we say, like Jesus is our, like our surest peace. I'm gonna keep. I'll keep looking. You, you talk about something. Okay. So uh, I, I think another thing we can do is turn off the news. What? Oh, I know. But I, I know. need to be informed. I know, I know. everybody wants to I watch the news now. It it is a uh, the nonstop download of of whether it's stuff coming on dish off Dish Network, the nonstop download of web pages, the uh, Twitter, the Twitter, Instagram. I don't know if news is coming through Instagram. Yeah, I mean, if you follow, yeah, certain. If you follow, I think that 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 the noise of news, noise, the, man, and, and it just like I I had to stop. Like I loved loved reading the news, and I would spend an hour a day reading the news from around the world. Uh, and then I realized about three years ago I have to stop doing that because one, it was giving me like an on one on one occasion I had a panic attack. 
because I saw what was going on and I started putting the story together and it was like the African slave trade, the wars in Africa, ISIS, and it, and it just like made me so sad. Somali pirates. Yeah, it just like gave me a panic, you know, like yep. Chad and the yep. west coast of Africa. It just gave me a, like literally a panic attack by reading the news. And I, I said, no, I'm not doing this anymore. So I give myself like usually like yeah. 10 minutes, three times a week. And I ask you stuff. I ask like, hey, O'Brien, what do you, what do you, what's Don't in the news? Put your burdens on me. Well, then we also read the Stillwater News Press. Uh, am I my brother's Tulsa. keeper? Uh, yes, the you are, result, sir. The answer to that question is yes. The answer to that is yes. Um, well, I was thinking too, you know, I preached about this last weekend, uh, a little bit about the election um, and kind of offering just some guidance on on voting and such. But then my, my final part, uh, remember the the psalm was a Psalm ninety six. Give the Lord glory and honor. Oh yeah, and basically my my challenge to my people was uh, like, are we giving the Lord glory and honor with with our lives, um, and have we turned politics and politicians into idols? Uh, yes. And when we do that, our our if it, you turn anything into an idol. Your phone, sports, a politician, money, power, sex, uh, drugs, alcohol, you know, your career, whatever. You turn any of those things into an idol, your life is going to be out of whack, and you are going to lose your peace. I gr- 100% uh, agree. We would say, you know, that w- from where does peace come? Peace comes from the Prince of Peace, and, and, and he is... Um, our surest peace. Oh, I found it. I found it. Oh, go, go ahead. So this is in, uh, in, in, for you're not familiar with the with the Mass, there are various, what we call Eucharistic prayers. Okay. Usually the ones you're going to hear, one, two, or three. Oh, this is four. This is the U- Eucharistic prayer of reconciliation number one. What? I so don't think I've ever used they're, they're, number I one. use them from time to time, but you can only use them during ordinary time. Anyway, that's a whole okay. that's a whole separate issue. But this is uh, part of the part of the Eucharistic prayer. So it's the priest talking to God the Father on behalf of his people, and the priest says, "Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of so- of your Son Jesus Christ, who is our Passover and our surest peace, we Passover celebrate his death peace. and resurrection from the dead." Um, I, I just love that line. He is our sure our surest peace. There, you can get, you know, peace can be found in uh, a, a number of places, but where is it the sh- the surest? Where can you be assured of finding peace? And that is that is in Jesus Christ, um, in the Mass, in Eucharistic adoration, um, and then if all else fails, I mean, wherever you are out there, um, just the name, just the name of Jesus brings brings peace. And Indeed. so what are we waiting for? Yes, Why sir. Are we still walking around with our hair on fire <laughs> when Jesus is standing there with the big fire extinguisher. <laughs> Jesus as fireman. Jesus. That's an image I've not, uh, I've never, I've never thought of him as fireman until this moment. Divine, Controlled divine, burn. Divine physician and, uh, savior of the world, Passover yeah, and fireman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a difficult time. Um, but I think what what we can, especially as people of faith, we we cannot lose hope. Uh, we've Correct. done shows on uh, on just the virtue of hope. Space uh, salve, saved. Yeah, saved we're by saved, hope. saved by hope. And so we have to be the ones rising above. We have to be the ones who are keeping our heads on straight, keeping our, as they say, the our, our eyes on the prize. Right. Um, 
And what is that prize? It's Christ. It's heaven. And no matter what is going on down here below, uh, that God is in charge. Correct. That we have hope of eternal life. And we can't lose that. Right. We can't lose that. And so that means we can't dive too deep. I mean, as you said, kind of watching the news and we can't get too deep into that. We need to be informed. I said in my homily, like political uh, participation is good. Political activism can be good, but that can't be our life. Um, if you if you love being a Republican more than being a Catholic, whoa, right? Something is wrong. If you You're, love being if, a Democrat, if you love being a Democrat more than you love, and then this is where I mean we, we've talked about this in our politics episode, right. but like I would say, if you love being an American more than being a Catholic, right? That Jesus Christ comes first before any other affiliation. Even your, and, and this sounds like terrible and harsh, even your own family. But that's what the Lord but says. But that's what Jesus said, right? If you I'm love not, father and mother more than me, right. you're not worthy of my kingdom. Right. So I'm not, you know, I'm not totally off the rails here. You're not. But well, I, I mean, think you, for too, way too many of us, we, we have Jesus as like a kind of a part of our lives, Kind of on the on the outside looking in, or we Jesus is a part of this part of my life or this part of my life, but not this part of my life. Yeah. And when he's just a part of our lives, we can we can we can cut him off be. as if he's an appendage, or yeah, unfriend or like, him. No, it's Jesus kind of being inconvenient today. Yeah, he's not allowing me to do what I you know to do what I want to do. Yeah, that is absolutely true. So we gotta you know. Yeah, there's a lot going on in the world. Um, COVID kind of not going away. Uh, the election is going to go away. But then, you know, in a few months, I mean, how long is it going to take till the election's November 3rd? On November 4th, you you know, there's going to be a story about who's going to run in 2024. <laughs> I mean, it's just going to happen. There's going to be all these stories about this person and this person. Yeah. And who will succeed, you know? President Trump after his second term or, you know, president-elect Biden after his, you know, first term, whatever. It's, and, it, and, and on the, the you know, the, 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 the wheel will keep turning. Yeah, there's no end to the news cycle. I remember being a kid and watching the news cycle end and watching the political debates, but it, they just keep bringing it, bringing it, bringing it back. Just yeah. nonstop. Yeah. Uh, so okay. in the midst of that. What, what's, a, what's another thing? What's another thing that we can tell the people to do? Um, do I, I mean. I, I, got, I got a couple. Okay, go for, go for it. Yeah. And one of them is I, I've been pray. reading this pray. book called In the School of the Holy Spirit Ooh. by Jacques Philippe, Father Jacques Philippe, In the School yeah. of the Holy Spirit. And, and it's just an just a, a excellent book on how the Holy Spirit works in our life and having being docile to the Holy Spirit Ooh. to receive the Docility. gifts. To receive the gifts. And also, this is what the, you know, the, in the scriptures, whenever they talk about Jesus says, bear fruit. Like, how are we bearing? What kind of fruit are we bearing? So to look at that and say, am I, am I bearing the fruit of joy, of kindness to another Love, person? joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity. Self-control. You just named it. What did I miss? I missed I, I, one. I, I think long-suffering. Yeah, I think one, one of them is long-suffering. 
It, it's not translated. Galatians 5. Galatians 5. Check it out. So uh, are, we, are we bearing fruit or are we, as we talked about in our little uh, episode of gossip, are, are we, are we pistumious? Are we seeding or yes. Yeah, whispering the seeds evil. Of discontent. Yeah. Are we, are we whispering evil? Are we holding grudges against people? Are we angry at them? Because that is, those fruits of the Holy Spirit, I think are going to like quell the fires in us. Like, okay, I want to bear Jesus good Jesus as fruit. firemen. Jesus as <laughs> I'm going to work on this. <laughs> you are. Are you going to have a little statue of Jesus? Do you have a homily? Because we have like some awesome firefighters in our parish. Mm-hmm. I think they would really like that. All right, I'm going to work on that. Okay. Jesus Christ. Back to you. Okay. It, it, bearing, but just bearing fruit, like allowing the, the fruits of the Holy Spirit to really come alive in us and to bear fruit. And, and to, to look at those things is like, like, am I bitter and cranky and angry at that person? Yeah, I have to love that. Jesus says, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute That's you. Right. You know, even in the Brothers Karamazov, like that lady can't get into heaven because of her attachment. Or um, the book by C.S. Lewis, The Great Divorce. Yes. That person can't get into heaven because... The lizard. Because, or the woman who's in love with her. Like, oh, that, yeah, Like yeah. Michael, her son. Yep. yep. But it's not just like, oh, on the last day. It's how have I been preparing all my life for, for this, have I been sowing chaos and, you know, creating a firestorm around me and wanting that for my culture and my country and my people? Or am I, am I bringing the peacemaker? I'm going to close this with Matthew chapter 5. Hit it. The Beatitudes. And Ooh. one of the Beatitudes is Jesus says, blessed are the peacemakers. So be one of those with Christ at the center of your life. Si, senor. We're out of here. Hope you have a great week. Give us a shout if you need anything. We love you. Pray for us. And pray for us and pray for our world and be a peacemaker. Peace. Peace.